Hi there, folks. Zach here, your resident ABM. I am just giving you a quick warning. If you don't already know, I'm a foul mouth SOB. I cuss quite a bit, um, especially when I'm fired up or angry. And as you know, this is the Angry Black Man podcast. I'm not always angry, but I probably do always cuss. I would feel bad for it. It just doesn't work. It's kind of the way I am. However, I would like to say this. Mama, if you're listening, I apologize. The rest of you have to get used to it. I cuss. Be prepared. If you don't want somebody to hear me cussing, um, don't let them hear you playing this podcast. Thanks and enjoy. Hello, folks. Welcome from deep in the heart of ABM headquarters. Welcome, all of you who consider yourselves members of the ABM nation. I am Zach, your resident ABM, and though I be angry, I'm glad you're here. Welcome back. It's been a while. Um, I took a break. Actually, I took a hiatus, and I started by taking just a little bit of time, personal time, because my personal life got busy. And what ended up happening is a little bit of personal time became a lot more personal time than I thought. And it just became a time where I just needed to take care of me. Um, So, number one, I've missed you. Those of you that are listening to me now who have listened to me before, thank you for uh, being patient with me and allowing me to come back. Um, It has been an interesting life. It's an interesting, you know what, this is an interesting year, right? I mean, we're still in 2020, you know, God help us. We're many of us hoping it'll end, but um, 2020 has just been a nasty year, almost from the beginning. I know for me it has. You know, in January, my grandfather died, and life has been downhill pretty much ever since. And I'm not just talking about a global pandemic. I just mean in general. Um, It has been a challenge. But I am your host. I am Zach, your resident ABM, which stands for Angry Black Man. And yeah, I use this podcast to sometimes pissed off about or rather rant about the things I'm pissed off about. And sometimes it's just to share personal opinions, but oftentimes what happens is personal opinions come out of me in ways that sound like anger. And that's okay. I mean, I'm not particularly mad at that, to be honest with you. Um, (laughs) Which is ironic, I know. But um, I have to express i have to get what's in me out of me and i'll be honest my time away my hiatus was frustrating for me because i had things that i wanted to share and i felt like the people who listened to me weren't getting the opportunity to um and everyone knows i've got a well everyone that knows me knows i tend to have opinions about almost everything and man there's been a lot going on you know and some of it may be stuff you've heard me rant about before but uh some of it may be new some of it may be different So what are the things I care about? I mean, I care about justice. I care about free speech. I care about the profession of social work as I am uh, currently working uh, on, I just began my third year, a third and final year of working on my master's of social work uh, degree. As I tell people I'm training to be a professional activist. Um, By the way, since I care about social work, I'm just gonna say this right now. Don't let anybody lie to you. And I don't know what you've heard about social work or social workers. It is not an easy profession. It's a difficult one. It is uh, one of the three major helping professions. And it is also the least paid and least respected 
of the three major helping professions. The other two being um, nursing and teaching. Um, and people don't realize that teachers get paid more because they've got in many places pretty powerful unions. Nurses get paid more because they have a powerful set of unions. Um, social workers get screwed over. Plus, think about it. Why are the unions for nursing and, and teaching so powerful? Well, your teachers go on strike. Kids are at home. Uh, this is a pandemic. Some of you all know what happens when your kids are at home and you can't trust teachers and the school districts to take care of them for a while. Right. You know, teachers go on strike. You know, that's it. You know, and things tend to move the needle when there's an effect of people going on strike. However, nurses go on strike. They can shut down the damn hospital system. You get a group of nurses in a particular hospital or hospital system that just feels like that their their agreement, their bargain agreement isn't being respected or feels like they're not having their demands heard or whatnot. And they decide to go on strike. If you run a hospital, you're screwed. If you're in a committee or in, I'm sorry, not a committee, a community where a hospital system serves that community and your nurses go on strike, you're screwed. If you're a doctor with a doctor's office and your nurses go on strike, you're screwed. Nurses, if they go on strike, can shut down the medical profession. Because I defy you to find a doctor <laughs> that's going to do it all. Um, that's the problem with the medical profession. I learned that years ago. People think that, um, well, back up, doctors think that they are in charge of everything. And while they may be at the top, quite frankly, they don't necessarily run everything. I mean, they do the science, they do the doctoring. You know, but for example, doctors probably shouldn't be involved in, in you know, doing a whole lot of negotiating for uh, bargaining agreements or rather work agreements and work contracts with nurses. Doctors probably shouldn't be setting up LLCs and corporations by themselves if they don't have MBAs. Uh, so anyway, the nursing profession, if they go on strike, they can shut down the hospital system. Think about it. When's the last time you heard of social workers going on strike? Here's the thing. Social workers, last I checked, don't really have unions. There are some that I know are involved. Like there are some social workers who join unions and there are some groups and organizations of social workers or smaller groups of social workers that can join a union. But for example, where are the social workers that work in your community? Have you thought about this? Unless you've interacted with them directly. And I mean, you know, directly. Most people, I know people that think of social workers as the people that come and take your children away. Uh, because they work with the CPS or Child Protective Services. And that's one role that some social workers do. It's not everything they do. And it's not all where they all work. Some social workers go into private practice, become their own you know, therapists, run their own businesses. They can't necessarily go on strike. Some social workers go to work for an agency and serve the public. There's a lot of school social workers that do um, work in school. You have a resource officer who's your cop in a school. And you may have a school social worker. Sometimes they're a counselor and their job is to do that. So uh, and that's those are just the folks that are, you know, clinical social workers that we think of. You don't think of the macro social workers, the policy focused social workers, the ones who are in um, your state capitals or maybe in your national capital who are uh, not necessarily lobbying. They're not lobbyists. They aren't expensive people in suits. They're out there uh, trying to move policy, trying to get um, people politicians, legislators to understand how policy decisions affect people. 
All I can tell you is that I'm learning little bits of all of this and learning a whole lot about this profession of social work, and I care about it. And I'm also going to tell you this. This third year of social work school is kicking my fat black ass, um, which is another one of the reasons why I had to take a bit of a break. But I also missed doing this podcast. I missed venting. I miss having a place to go. So social work is important to me. Mental health is important to me. Current events are important to me. Human rights are important to me. And, you know, you may hear some things. You may hear me cuss. Uh, Again, Mama, if you're listening, I love you, but I'm sorry. I got to be myself. And sometimes it comes out of me in that way. Sometimes people need to understand how serious you are or what it means to you by you raising your voice a little bit and and cussing. So, yes, Mama, I'm going to cuss. I'm sorry. I'll try not to cuss in front of you. And by all means, bleep it out if you want. But I wanted to take a minute to say, one, I'm back. I'm going to be working on this more often now. I can't promise to be regular just yet, but I am going to promise to be putting forth more effort and try to take some time to at least comment on some of these. Because so much has gone by. I think the last time I was going to make a statement was when um, I'm trying to think what what happened. Oh, man. We had lost some greats, some 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 amazing people had passed away. Again, 2020 was being 2020, and you know, um, we lost a, a civil rights icon. And I was going to comment that actually we lost two of them. And then here I am now in my house on uh, the late evening of Sunday, September 27th, realizing that we just last week lost another <laughs> um, icon um, of civil rights, if you will, and human rights and of equal rights and of LGBT rights and voters rights. Um, and yeah, 2020 is being nasty. It's, it's, it's an ugly year. Uh, in that time, since the last time I've spoken to you all, I've dodged hurricanes. I've slept through a, uh, a tropical storm. The global pandemic has come, you know, spiked up, spiked down. It's still out there. It's still going. It hadn't gone anywhere. There have been fights over vaccines. There have been millions and millions and millions of lies told, millions and millions and millions of dollars spent, and a whole lot of life being lived, you know. Um, and it has not been easy. It's not an easy time. We are all, literally all, every one of us, suffering through something now. And it's important to understand that it's okay to take time to not be okay. Um, one of the things I do is listen to a lot of other podcasts and listen to other people who give great advice and talk about things. And, um, one of my favorites, actually, I love listening to, um, um, the podcast Brene Brown puts out uh, And Brene Brown was a fan, uh, was a, a favorite of mine for a while. I started reading her books a while back, um, saw her Ted talks, did not realize that she was a professor at the university of Houston. Um, until right before I applied, um, and it's funny cause it, I, Brene Brown isn't the reason I went to U of H. Um, it's U of H is just a great school. It's a great university and, uh, it has a fantastic social work program and it was right here in my hometown. The fact that Brene Brown there is there, um, you could kind of say it's fortunate. Although again, I just began my third year of my program. I haven't seen her. Um, and understandable, I'm just a lowly, you know, graduate student, and she's got, got an endowed chair. She's a PhD, and she also has Oprah on speed dial. I mean, I I, I don't hit the radar where Renee Brown is concerned. Um, 
but I do love her podcast. She says good things. I love the way she teaches. I love her books. I've, I've learned so many things about um, myself and my life and the way that I approach things by reading her books. One of my favorite books ever is called Daring Greatly. My life changed after reading that book the first time, and I've read it twice more since then. In fact, it's been a while. I may need to go read it again. Um, but just uh, as far as, you know, learning how to, you know, reconcile yourself to vulnerability and having the courage to live wholeheartedly and adding gratitude as a way to be fearless, just, just some of the things I've learned from Brene Brown. But anyway, one of the things she talked about in her podcast, I think it was her first podcast, the first episode of her new podcast. Uh, and I will, I may have to put a link in the show notes here, but I'm definitely going to, uh, have to look up the title of it because it's funny as much as i love her podcast i cannot for the life of me remember the title of it right now which i'm going to just chalk up to the fact that i have been studying all day today and i've just got graduate student brain uh it's called unlocking us with Brene brown and anyway the first episode she entitled fft um, and FFT is a phrase she uses that refers to fucking first times. Um, and she was saying, you know, sometimes you have to be prepared for the fact, one, recognize that you're dealing with something for the first time. Um, two, acknowledge that, that you don't know what to expect and whatnot. And, and just kind of find a way through it. And right now, you know, one of the things she mentioned in that podcast, and it's very, very true, uh, and I'll mention it here. This is my first ever global fucking pandemic, you know. I've never dealt with this before. I'm a natural introvert, and suddenly we're in a world where we have to keep our distance from one another. Now, it's interesting because as an introvert, I always kind of kept my distance from people anyway, but not to this level, not to the point where people can't travel, where you can't hug anyone, you can't go see anybody, people have to stay away, you know. Um, And, I mean, I work from home, I study here at home, I'm stuck here in my beloved Zach Cave, the... uh, the, what I call the, the headquarters of the ABM nation. And, you know, the four walls are closing in. I mean, it's getting tough. You know, I, I get out of my house sometimes to walk my dog. And, and that's about it, to be honest with you. Everything else I have delivered, you know. And so it's been kind of a challenge to just be and endure and whatnot. So this is a fucking first time. And it's okay to take time for mental health. It's okay to take a break to do what you got to do for you. And that's what I encourage everyone to do. Um, I will be talking about things that mean something to me because one of the things I had to realize when I took that time and took that break is that I need to have an outlet for the things that are inside of me. And believe it or not, my podcast, those of you who are hearing my voice, you're my outlet. Uh, Not that I'm going to take things out on you, but I'm going to process the things that I'm dealing with through you because that's what I want to do. That is important to me to, um, to process that and to really get a sense for um, where I am in the world and how I'm feeling with things by just being myself, raw, um, somewhat unfiltered and unedited. Some things I may just cut out if I wax ridiculous for way too long. But I just want you all to know that I took a break because I needed to. It was important to me. And one of the things I figured out on my break is that I need to come back because I need this podcast and I feel like this podcast needs me. So um, I can't promise it'll be worth the price of admission. I will do everything I can to make it so, but I'm back. I'm back to being me. I'm going to be back to being uh, the angry black man you all have come to know and love. And you're going to hear my opinions on some things, some of them more ridiculous than others. Um, But yeah, you're going to hear my opinions. Uh, And I'm back here to share them with you. So again, thank you for listening now and today. 
thank you for um, joining me in the past if you have and for coming back thank you for well I'm not I'm going to presume that you're going to forgive me by listening um, and so thank you for the forgiving me for my uh, break my hiatus and I will catch up to you all later so welcome back glad to be back thank you again for joining me here on this journey into the heart of the ABM nation and uh, yeah Let's go.